you're a real brand. You're relating to your customer, how they're relating with their friends on the platform. You know, you're building a relationship with your customers and you're not just going to be going for that first purchase. You're going for that repeat purchase, that referral to their friend. And, you know, that's something that's going to have a lot larger impact than just getting, you know, one sale through an ad. You're listening to The Liftoff Show, the podcast for ambitious e-commerce entrepreneurs, helping you increase sales, profits, and build a powerhouse brand fast. I'm your host, Austin Lovell, and welcome to the show. G'day, everyone, and welcome back to The Liftoff Show. Today, we've got a very special guest. We have Lauren from Megaphone Marketing. Lauren, do you just want to take a second to introduce yourself, tell everybody that's listening what you've been up to in the e-commerce world? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Lauren. I'm the CEO of Megaphone Marketing. Megaphone is a, a digital marketing agency. We really focus on things like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Google Ads, and basically trying to scale businesses that want to see success we really do focus on e-commerce as well. Um, and we've seen a huge amount of growth over the last couple of years. So I'd say 24 months ago, we were sitting at around about 30 staff and now we're at about 120. So we've seen a lot of growth for our brands and we've seen a lot of growth for our business. That's awesome. That's awesome. I've been following the journey of Megaphone as well and seeing the origin story. It's crazy how fast things are growing. And I'm keen to hear some of your insights today because having that many team members, I can't begin to imagine how many brands that you're working with and helping and help scale them up. So we talked with Josh on an earlier episode, the CMO at Megaphone. We talked about, you know, testing, authenticity, a bunch of different things that all came from the new industry insights report that Megaphone recently released. So I'm keen to chat today about the three T's as we'll talk you about before we started the recording. And so if you want to jump in and I guess sort of start us off with the testing side. I know we can talk about strategies and platforms and all the sexy stuff that's amazing for brands to look at, but I guess the data is something a lot of brands maybe put to the side. You know, they think, oh, testing, like how do we do that? How do we tangibly do more of it in our brand? Do you just want to start by telling us a bit about testing and I guess Megaphone's approach to testing everything? Yeah, absolutely. It is, it's our belief that you need to test as much as you can to be able to see what you need to improve on your campaigns. So realistically, if you can create 100 tests in a month versus 10 tests in a month, you're going to get 10 times results. So we do have quite a unique approach to this. And this is something that we've been pushing for quite a while, but we've developed it into our own, I guess, trademark name, and it's called the Mega Vortex. And so this is basically a way that we can test more ads more often so we can get faster and better results. And so this goes down to testing every part of the campaign. So that's the audiences we're targeting. It's the angles, it's the copy, it's the call to action in the ads. And the more that we can test at once on those things, the better that we can see those brands scale. I think that this is something that I notice brands don't do enough when, when they come to us. It's you know that they've been running three campaigns for the past six months and are wondering why those results aren't flying in. Um, and so we need to be making sure that those tests are coming in each week. And, you know, you're checking them every day, optimizing those campaigns so that you can actually be, be scaling them as well. Uh, I think it's an interesting one. I think a lot of people listening in might say, well, look, how do I actually start testing more? It's pretty straightforward when you look at it, you know, you just add more creative or more copy or more landing page tests, a bunch of those things. But if there's one thing, I think if you would recommend one area for people listening in to start testing more of right now, 2022, what should they be testing more of? Is it creative, landing pages, new products? Like, what would you recommend testing more? I would say almost take a step back and go back to basics there. So you want to be creating tests that mean that you can actually learn something from that. 
So we're not just putting up, you know, 10 pieces of copy to figure out which one works. We want to put up, you know, 10 pieces of copy that by understanding which one gets the best results, you actually have a key takeaway from that. So, you know, for example, you're putting up a piece of copy that pushes the angle of sustainability versus price. So from that test, you want to learn, do your customers prefer being sustainability focused or do they prefer that you're price competitive? And so from a test like that, you would learn whether your, your captions or your headlines should be focusing on one or the other. Once you have that learning, then you can deep dive into another test. You know, what colors do they prefer? What images do they prefer? And then as you're constantly evolving this process, you're actually being able to build this profile about your brand. You know, what, what do our customers actually want to see? What do they want to read? And so making sure that when you create a test, you can actually learn something from that. That would be my biggest piece of advice, but also just keeping on, on going. Make as many tests as you can and continue to keep doing that. Continue to keep evolving those tests. I think that's a really valuable way to look at it. So it's not just testing for the sake of having new assets, new creative and copy. It is almost that, that vortex. You're testing almost the angle at the top, figuring out what am I focusing on with my customers? What do they respond best to? Then we can move down and keep testing to, I guess by the end is the goal to like better understand your target customers, better get through to them. Cause I know there's a lot of advertisers online. There's a lot of noise coming at them. Would you say the goal of all this testing is not only to improve results, but I guess better know your customers? Yeah, definitely. Get to know how they want to be spoken to. We find that, you know, having having copy that really speaks to someone, how they would speak to their friend or the type of copy they would expect to see on their newsfeed, that's going to work really well. But you also want to learn, you know, how people are responding to that. So what makes them buy? Um, you know, we've had, a, a, you know, customers that come to us saying that, you know, this is how we need to speak to our customers. And realistically, sometimes we need to take a step back from that even though you, you may know your brand inside and out, try and come up with some an angle that might be different. It might be how someone else looks at things. And, and that's often a, something that we're presenting to our clients as well as, you know, I know you want to position your brand like this, but how about if we try this? And by trying something new, you can often reach a wider demographic or reach a new, new demographic that you didn't know you had. You know, we've worked with skincare brands that they've been 100% female focused, but by changing the copy, you can now adjust that and they've got a 20% male-focused audience. They weren't going to resonate to the female-oriented copy. That, that wasn't going to create you know, a male target demographic there. But to come in with a different angle, different approach, different copy, different pain points, that is where you can start to expand the target market. So even if you're you know, working on, on a brand and you've got some friends that you can roundtable why they might buy your product, that will create some different angles that you can utilize as well. I think something very interesting that you just said was around not being attached to maybe what you've done before and be willing to test, not just obviously things that align with what you've done before, but being able to step outside of that as well and maybe try a new approach. I think a platform, and this moves us on to our second T of TikTok, a platform that is rising and rising and rising. It's growing faster than I guess a lot of people might've imagined and more brands are flooding to it. And I'm sure a lot of the megaphone clients are also on there or utilizing strategies on there too. I'd love for you to talk about the idea of letting go of maybe some of the brand to be able to create TikTok content because as you probably know, like polished content, everyone listening, it doesn't perform on TikTok. It's very difficult to make that work. It needs to be natural, authentic, raw, and it needs to really just be genuine. And so 
I guess I'd love to hear from you about TikTok creative and about doing great on TikTok. I'm sure there's brands that have come to Megaphone and said, we want to do it this way, have this certain brand approach, but maybe you can't do that on TikTok. What would you say to those brands who are a bit hesitant to get started on TikTok? I think you just need to dive in and you need to remove all of those barriers that you have, all of those you know, really strict brand guidelines that you'd have for content that you want to have produced and just make it real. Um, and this is something, a journey that Megaphone's gone through as well. When TikTok was a newer platform and we were putting up our own videos, they were more polished. We were making sure that we had our videography team fil filming me or, or Josh and we'd be speaking to that, we'd edit it and then we'd put it up. But realistically, if I grab my phone and just speak to it about new trends that we have, that's the ad that gets the highest click-through rate. If you make a joke or if there's something that's engaging or that's going to make somebody want to listen to what you're saying, that's what's getting the best results. And that's the same with our clients' brands as well. Using TikTok trends is the best way to get that engagement. So using something that people are already seeing on TikTok, that it's entertaining, it's, it's funny, it's engaging, and then relating that to your brand. We're seeing, you know, 200% increase in click-through rates just through using that content on TikTok uh, than we are on other platforms as well. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What would you recommend for a brand that's just getting started on TikTok? I've heard that section you just said, and they've just gone and downloaded TikTok on their phone for the first time. And they're like, we're going to create our own brand TikTok account. Maybe they're just getting started. It's early days and they've posted content, just crickets, like nothing's happened. No traffic, no views, no likes, engagement. What would you recommend? You know, is it simple as a brand owner picking up their phone, putting up that first video of them just talking about their products and making a joke or just being themselves? I guess what's an easy way to get started on TikTok if you don't have a full set of creators to do the work for you just yet? Yeah, I would say step one, follow brands that you think your customers like. So if you're following those brands or following TikTokers or influencers so that you can get an understanding of how the platform works. It's very different. It's not Instagram. It's not Facebook. You're, it's not YouTube. You're going to have to adjust the way that you do that content. So by starting to get a bit of an understanding of the platform, that's going to be step one. You'll start to see the trends that will pop up and those are the videos and the sounds that you'll need to be using in your content. So rather than trying to you know, innovate everything and you know, come up with a, a video that's going to go viral, use what's already trending. So use those sounds, use that to your advantage so that people can be resonating with that and then learn about your brand rather than having to you know, learn about your brand and then also the content of your video as well. We're finding that when we use TikTok sounds or when we use trends that are happening on TikTok, no matter what the product is that you're selling, that's something that can still create a lot of engagement and people can really connect to your brand if you're using things that they're used to seeing on TikTok. And that then brings things back to the authenticity as well. So you're a real brand, you're relating to your customer, how they're relating with their friends on the platform. And that's really how you're going to start to build you know, you're building a relationship with your customers. And, you know, that's something that's really great. And if you can start to build that relationship, you'll build that brand loyalty as well. And you're not just going to be going for that first purchase, you're going for that repeat purchase, that referral to their friend. And, you know, that's something that's going to have a lot larger impact than just getting, you know, one sale through an ad. I think if we carry this theme of authenticity through, so by this point, brands are like, awesome, I've got to be authentic on TikTok. And I'm looking at ways to, I guess, increase the LTV, have customers buy from us more often, or maybe just increase sales by just being ourselves. That moves us to our final T of the, the three T's we'll call it. And that's text message and text marketing. 
I've seen this over the past few months. I didn't realize how big it actually is and how much of an impact it can have for brands. I just thought it's email, nail that, and it's all good to go. SMS is like that bonus thing. But just seeing some of the ridiculous results brands are generating from SMS, it's, it's crazy. I've never seen this kind of ROI. And so what would you say now in terms of brands getting started with text, with SMS marketing? What's the easy way to get started? And I guess, first of all, why is it actually important for brands to actually look at it this year? Yeah, absolutely. So at the moment, I think about 95% of text messages are opened. If you compare that to an email open rate, you know, you're sitting between 10, 15% if things are going well. So instantly you're able to reach your audience and they're opening your message. They're reading it. Your phone is something that you have on you all the time. Your friend texts you, you open it. You don't just leave a message there for, for weeks like you could with an email. It's also a sure way to actually just appear on someone's phone. With email, there are a lot of spam filters. There's a lot of you know things going to the promotions tab. And so that can be more difficult to ensure that you're getting, you're actually reaching your customers. But when you are doing text campaigns, I think the most important thing is to make sure that you've got a good offer for somebody or make sure that you're you're presenting something that they want to engage in. You are reaching them in a very personal way. And so you want to be careful with that because you can easily get someone to opt out. And as soon as they've opt out, then obviously you can't reach them anymore. So I think the other thing to look at as well is that only about 10% of brands, or I think it's 11% of brands are actually using text marketing. So there's a huge opportunity there for people to actually utilize that and, you know, reach people there when they want to be seeing those um, messages. Well, let's say that some of the people listening in, I dare say some of the people listening today, they are part of that 90% that isn't using SMS quite yet. And by the sounds of it, the, the ridiculous numbers, it only takes a few Google searches to find out how profitable SMS is for a lot of brands. And I encourage anyone listening to go and check out those stats. They're absolutely nuts. Or look at Megaphone's site and see some of the results there. But what would you say is an easy way to get started with SMS? It can be quite daunting, I think. Email in and of itself could be quite daunting if you're just getting started. Do I go flows or campaigns? How do I build my email list? There's a lot of things to think about. What's an easy way to get started with SMS for a brand? So I think SMS campaigns, they're not, they're not like blog campaigns. They're not to just share fun, exciting things. It's basically to get someone to click through to your website to purchase. So making sure that you can do that in an engaging way. The same, going back to that authenticity as well, being real with your customers, speaking to them like they would speak to their friends, bring some humor into it, you know, make a rhyme or something, make it different. So when they get that text message, they want to read it. They want to see what that offer is. They then want to click through to your website. So making sure that it's as engaging as, as it can be. Also considering that if it's going to be over a sale period, and that's typically when a lot of the text campaigns are, are being run, that you want, you might that person might be receiving five different text messages from brands. Why would someone click through yours over somebody else's? You know, is your offer going to be the best? Is that going to be the highest discount? Is it going to be the most relevant to that person? Or, you know, what can you put in that, that small SMS message to actually get someone through to your website? So making sure it's engaging would be my, my best advice. That's gold. That's gold. And I guess now we've talked about the three T's. We've talked about the importance of testing and tracking. We've talked about TikTok and the power of being authentic and relatable and maybe putting the brand guidelines to the side a little bit so you can create authentic content. And now we've talked about the power of text and SMS marketing. I'm going to throw two more T's at you to wrap this up. Is there any more top tips that you have for brand owners this year moving forward? You know, it's 
starting to get to summer in the US, it's winter here in Australia. Brands are looking, you know, the, the year's going very fast. And I think brands, if they had any other tips, what would you recommend to help them grow their brand faster this year? I would lean fully into video content. Video content, again, leaning back into the authenticity, it's a better way to engage with your audience. It's a better way to show who you are as a brand. It enables them to see more of the product. If you're selling fashion and you've got a video of, of the item, someone can actually understand how that's going to look on them a little bit more. And so video content has a much higher chance of converting. So I would really lean into that video content and stepping away from that polished content, as we were talking about before on, on TikTok, make it real, make the people in your ads real. People want to see the product with somebody that looks like them. If somebody can relate to your brand and the values and they feel like they align, that's also going to help someone convert. So it all comes back to being very authentic, genuine, having someone use the product that that person can relate to and creating that video content that is just, it's real. No, that's awesome. That's awesome, Lauren. I really appreciate your time on, on the show today. We covered, this was a complete accident covering so many T's of marketing. We covered the power of tracking and testing and really diving into the data, the power of TikTok and being authentic about text and SMS marketing and now some more top tips and video marketing as well. So we had a V in there. We had all T's and then one V. So appreciate you being on the show today. I think everyone listening, I'm gonna listen back to this a few times as well and soak up all the value and the golden nuggets that I can. Where can people go that are listening to check out the Industry Insights Report? Because this was just scratching the surface and I know there's a lot more amazing stuff in there. Where can they go and find it if they wanna have a read? Yeah, so you can go to the Megaphone website, which is megaphone.com.au. And we have a lot of information on there. The, you can actually download the uh, industry report from there as well. And also you can get in touch as well if you've got more questions. There's a lot that we've covered today and that's only been scratching the surface. So if there is anything else that we can help people with, we'd love to chat. Awesome, awesome. Well, thanks again, Lauren. Appreciate you being on the show and have a great rest of your day. Awesome, you too.